The decision hasn't come lightly. I mean, I have, for the sort of last 10 years, wanted this. Worth every shot with Yaz. I kind of did hope that in my 30s I might meet somebody, but it hasn't worked out that way for me. Yasmin here and thank you so much for following me on my journey to become a solo mum by choice. It's been a very long road and one I'm still on and in today's instalment I'm going to be taking you back to 2020 when I started out and I've been playing you excerpts of my vlog in previous episodes of Worth Every Shot and when it comes to this week's clips, believe it or not, I am four months into the journey in these and uh, well I've even picked a sperm donor. Hi, it's Saturday the 24th of October and in two days' time I have got another tubule. Let's hope this one goes to plan. Um, but while this has all been happening, I think one of the big, big, big decisions I've had to make and I have had so much help from some really good friends is picking a donor and it's really, really been difficult. It's been so, so tough to choose and I mean, the reason that I roped my friends into helping out is... Um, it's, it's almost like, you know, when you go in, well, not quite, but you go and view a house, two heads are better than one, you might not see something, and then your friend will say, oh, did you not? Did you notice this, did you notice that? And it's just nice to get everyone's sort of perspective on it, but, you know, ultimately it is my decision, of course it is, um, but it was really, really, really helpful and really useful to get friends' input on this, um, and I think it's been pretty vital, so thank you so much to everyone that has helped, but sort of halfway through, I mean, had the seven donors, whittled it down seven, and I didn't have a favourite, I didn't have, there was no sort of, I didn't have that gut feeling until sort of halfway through the process, and I sort of started to have, and again, it was thanks to uh, some, some of the comments I had from friends, and I thought, oh, there's somebody now almost sticking out, like a sore thumb for me, and I thought, right, I'll still add up everybody's votes, you know, or what says at the X Factor, um, but you know, I, I, I looked at everybody's um, choices and I kind of did get think, I really, really, really hope there's this one donor and I really hope that that, that one wins, right? Um, and I was, I was over the moon that it did, or he did, uh, uh, you know, that donor matched, uh, or you, the ones you guys picked actually matched my gut feeling. So... I am rambling because I'm a bit nervous because without further ado, I have something very, very special to play you right now. Okay, it's time for the results. This donor is a kind gentleman who always carries a pleasant attitude with him wherever he goes. Definitely an outdoors man and animal lover, so the fact he likes animals, we'd like to think he's not a serial killer. And he enjoys being around nature and exotic animals. Oh, and don't worry, we checked he's no relation to Carol Baskin, and we also confirmed that he's not the Tiger King. Oh, here he Thankfully, he prefers reptiles. In his free time, he's a bit like Bob the Builder. Can he fix it? Yes, he can. He loves to fix things and be an all-round handyman. He is, at the moment, remodeling his whole house on his own, and every time he comes into the office, he will show the staff his progress pictures. The staff at the sperm bank thinks he resembles this man. All right, all right, all right. Yep. 
Yep, that was the actor Matthew McConaughey. Good looks, guaranteed. This is it. The nation has voted, and we're about to reveal the winner from the thousands that applied. It's all come down to this. Thank you so much to everybody that helped me on this journey and pick a donor. And well, I am going to leave you with final words from Jaeger himself. I have always wanted to help people. Creating life is one of the greatest gifts. And if I am able to help others make that happen, it would make me happy. Also in my life at the moment, I am just too busy to settle down and it would be selfish of me to deny others that ability. So this stage I had picked a donor with the help of some very close friends and once I'd done just that, well I got a very lovely surprise visit at my block of flats which you'll hear about later on but well the next step wasn't the best. Frustrating to say the least but you know, understandable. Well I'm a bit upset actually because I again psyched myself up for this tubule. I've actually taken diazepam ready for it. I felt more ready than I was the last time and what you have to do is you go to the fertility clinic, you buzz the buzzer, say that you've arrived and then you sit in the car park and wait until you're called. So that's kind of like the waiting room now obviously because of Covid that makes sense and um, I feel so deflated and I feel like crying right now because I'm quite angry. Um, not just the fact that I, when I take a day off my work I don't get paid. So I've taken another day off uh, to do this and I get the call thinking right that's, that's the fertility doctor ready for me to go up to do this and I get a call to say that he's been taken, he's been rushed to the Royal Ho- not as in rushed, he doesn't need treatment, as in his job, he's, he's had to go to the Royal Hospital in Belfast and I get it, it's Covid and I understand that but I just, I'm getting really frustrated now. And this is like the early stage of the journey. Um, you know, because I've signed myself up yet again, I thought I just want to know now if I can do IUI. Um, now he's going to phone me later on this afternoon, which is fine, um, to rearrange. I just hope he rearranges because I've only got a four, another four day window. So if he doesn't do it within the four days, I'm going to have to wait another month. And um, I'm just... Now I'm nervous every time I organise something, is it going to happen? Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't do that to somebody, you know, especially like the last minute. I mean, I've actually made my way to the clinic, sat in my car waiting on the appointment. I mean, oh, just it's so frustrating and um, just another day off work that I didn't need and I could have done with the money. You know, this is not, the whole fertility treatment's not cheap. I feel like I should get a discount now, actually, if I'm honest. They should deduct the two days I've had to take off work. Um, uh, it's frustrating, and uh, I'll just wait and see what he says when he phones me later this afternoon. Well, I calmed down after about an hour or so. It's uh, really such an emotional journey. Your emotions are heightened as well. Um, I have to say, though, later on that day... I was seriously cheered up by my friend Melissa and her boyfriend Paul when they delivered something very special to my flat. We are just sitting here outside Yasmin's apartment. We've taken a wee video. She's going to come down here now. And this is the cake that I've made for her to celebrate her um, pick a sperm donor. <laughs> so we're just waiting on her coming down. Oh, here's oh, here she comes. 
Hello. Ja. Ah, dat is hilarious. Dat is hilarious. Turn around, turn around. That is absolutely brilliant. It was brilliant. It had a little baby's head on the top, a sperm made of icing that kind of looked like they were swimming around the side of the cake and then letters spelling out Jaeger, the name of the donor that I picked out. How thoughtful of my friend Melissa and her boyfriend Paul as well coming along for the journey. And I just want to thank my friends right now, actually, and my mum, who has been massively supportive to me on my journey. I really, really wholeheartedly appreciate everybody that is with me on this journey. On next week's edition of Worth Every Shot, I am going to be joined by a scientist called Maria Banti, who will be talking us through IVF, infertility and embryology. In the meantime, if you would like to be a guest on a future podcast, please drop me a message to yaz at qradio.com. Thank you for listening. Worth Every Shot 